Okay, good evening. Good evening, Rabbi. All right, so we left off last week. We were talking about Aknasis Orchem, hosting guests, how to do that, like Avram and Sarah. And today we're going to continue with Chesed. One of the common denominators, one of the Sada Shavas we've been talking about is doing things with Savior Panami Office with a glowing face, with a happy, cheery countenance. Remember, we were talking last week about doing even Hachnasis Orchem, and you really don't want to do it. And it's like, oh, Sarah, Avram, do you really have to have these guests? And it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty clear when the guests come, they are not beloved. They have been imposed upon you by guilt, by Mrs. K, by Rabbi Levine, by your husband, by a wife, by a friend. So that's not really how you do Achnasis Orachim. Well, it's not just an Achnasis Orachim. It's truth is, it's in all areas of Chesed. When we become um, acclimated, where it's in our guts, um, you know, when, when, you, when, when you were first... Uh, uh, get married, so you, you do certain things out of habit, but eventually uh, you you do things because that's what you know. What, that's what uh, marriage is, or any relationship is. Then we become a person of chesed listen, listen, listen to this. I don't need karm. What what is the essence of chesed? Is kipanenu bavdesenu rak lemaisim ketanim even by the small things the truth is every day there are small little things that could illustrate that we build upon of chesed for example somebody comes late to a meal you have a meal somebody comes late and they're, they're not having the, the, you, you specifically leave them some hot food you make sure to save them a nice hot meal. You know, tell them they came late. You know, they should have been here on time. You look for your friend, girlfriend, or three ladies' girlfriends, uh, uh, and you see how you can help her out. If you have a sibling, you have a relative, you have somebody who, go, who, who, who was missing the meal, you save them a meal. I remember, I'm not, I, I, I was at a dinner. I came, I had somebody call me over. I was in a dinner, it was last year actually. I was in the East Coast, actually. I had to be at one of these dinners on my vacation there. Someone I knew was being honored. I don't want to say where it was. And somebody called me over to meet some rabbis about some project. And I got back. I couldn't believe it. They were served. Then it's so no one asked to get me a meal. Now, you could say he's not there right now. But listen, if you're sitting there, you should make sure to get the person next to a meal. Like, you know, these, you know what happens if they serve these meals at these dinners and they skip your table? You know how hard it is? You have to go chasing after them to get the meal. They say, well, where were you? Like, these waiters, they think, they think they're the boss. Like, they're hired for the night. But uh, you message people before? All the time. All the time, right. So, but no, on, on a serious note, what the, the real thing one should have done is to have looked at and to save a meal. If you have somebody uh, you're going with... You, you look to say that that's just a, a, a small thing. Um, if you're a child shittist and you're worried somebody's not going to get lachemishna or challah and, and you know they're coming and they're not here at that moment or you know somebody likes something to think about them to make sure to save it for uh, that if you see somebody looking for a book or a siddur uh, to, to get it for them you see a lady come into Shul, and she's looking around, 
and you're, you're, you're there, go over to her and help her out. That is a small thing, but a big thing. You see somebody in a lecture and they don't understand it. Uh, they don't speak Yiddish, so tomorrow we'll, uh, tomorrow we'll translate for them. Uh, so uh, they're, 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 they're new and they don't, under, you know, they don't understand something. Or um, they don't have a chair. Why in the world... They still doesn't have a chair. First thing someone should do is look to get them to get them a chair. Um, or to review with them. Or you see a person that looks a little bit sad or anxious or agitated. So you should try to don't always ask them what's wrong because you have to weigh out the situation. So them just to be friendly, just to say how are you, feel it out, see if you can be helpful. Say, look, you know, if it's a lady, you can say, you love your winter coats. Uh, right? <laughs> stuff, stuff like that. You know, if somebody is in Chicago, let's say, you can think of them warm coats. You, know, you make them warm. That, 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 that. Scarf, two scarves. Uh, uh, like the small things. And the truth is, people think you need to be wealthy, you need to have time. There's so many little things in our lives every day. If you're just looking around, just looking around where we could help people, improve people's day, moment, little chasadim, they're all, all the moments uh, of the, the day. We're just, if our antennas are up. We've got to be awake. Lewis is chaser has lazulas. What somebody else is lacking. But if we're so... I, you know what? I crossed the street the other day. I couldn't believe it. I almost got... You see, sometimes the people who are amazing, they stop. Like, every day, I'm amazed by this crosswalk. Because I do it a few times a day. There are people who stop. Actually, I couldn't believe it today. Okay, I do believe it. I was walking in the street first. They let me go. I don't push, I don't push the button. I've said this before. Because I don't want to... Unless I'm in a, really in a rush, which does happen sometimes, and I'll push the button. Not in a rush. I don't need to stress anyone out by stopping. At least 50% of the time, they stop for me. Anyways, I don't even... I sit there, I stand there, and they just stop. Uh, which is good. Sometimes the problem is one side stops. <laughs> it doesn't. And once they stop, you got to go. Um, especially at night, if that's so good. Uh, actually, I cross the street. A guy tips his hat to me today. Like, really, like, tips his hat to me. Well, uh, you know, very, like, like, one of the, like, I don't know, I don't think it was Jewish, but... But very respectful. But other times, you know, you go there, like, these people, like, they, like, they quasi-stop, and then they just say, oh, I gotta go. Like, you know, like, like, or they yell at you. It's dangerous. I've had people yell at you. Well, I, yeah, I, I've, I've very rarely had that, but in theory. But I don't want to go that far. Those people are usually, I don't want to go that far. But the truth is, you know, when I'm in the middle of that crosswalk, you know, or anyone is, you know, it, at that point you'd say, you know, Okay, stop. What I saw once in a while is an amazing thing. The car, first car stops, and then they turn the lights, and everyone behind them says at night to stop. Or the guy sticks his hand out at the car, stop, right? Now that is an amazing thing. Why is it amazing? Because this guy stops first. He doesn't have, it's not his responsibility to worry about my life. It's a very nice kind of him. But he's thinking, look at this guy across the street. The guy driving 80 miles per hour on a 30 mile hour, 40, 35 mile hour street, may not see him, let me stop. That's an amazing thing. That's somebody 
thinking and uh, thinking about other people, right? And we have this all the time. What about the security guards? The other last week came in to get a cup of coffee and said to me, "Shabbat shalom." Yeah, I'm just. I said, I said, thank you very much. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's just the night. That's derech eretz. I'm talking about chesed. That's derech eretz. I would call that derech eretz. Uh, I mean, he doesn't know what Derek Heretz is, but just being kind. So Hashokeh Tamid, but if you're constantly into yourself, right? He egoist. Aleph Gimel Vav Aleph Yud Samach Tes. If you're going to know about egoist in Lashon Hakodesh or in Hebrew, Hanochi, a person is into themselves. Enok Klal You don't see the person at all. <laughs> You just see yourself. And you don't see other people. All you see is yourself. It's going to be really hard to do this properly. You've got you to strengthen yourself to see beyond your own comfort zone and your own need. So a person is uh, a fragile. How do you remind an egoist? An egoist. I don't know what it means. I mean, egotistic. That's the, that's the, uh, the English way of saying it. Hashem Yishmim said that a person should be so focused on himself. And by the way, since we're in a holy group over here, you know, sometimes you see a person, they're very into their davening or their spirituality or their Shabbos, and they forget about people around them. Uh, or if they're into their chesed, or their, you know, and they forget about other people. Gami she'enu egoist mamish, who's oisik b'tam binyan olamo, p'nimi, b'toifes machshavas, you're involved in all kinds of things. Gamu yiskasha b'tchila. Sometimes we're involved, you know, you see this, by the way, with, with um, people who are focused. You can have like a mother focused on one thing and her children have needs or people focused on them. the shul matters. Thing. And you're, like, you're missing people around you. Even you're focused on important things. You're focused and miss needy people around you. In hospitals, you see this all the time, by the way. The people, since people are so uh, engaged in sometimes important things, they forget the small things. No, you've seen this before? Including beds. You've seen this before also, I'm sure. Um, you know, it's like small, like bedside manner type things, but more than that, like you can be a doctor coming to the room and see somebody needs a small thing, you know, or or a relative looks a little bit sad or, or nervous to go over to them and say, oh, how are you doing today? Can I get you, can, can I get you something? You know, as opposed to going there, there's a checklist into the room. Um, and, and the truth is, is you know, I've been in Kaiser uh, many times, Sometimes as a, as, a, as a patient, although that's less common, sometimes as a, uh, as, a, as a father, sometimes as a visitor, sometimes in the ICU. You know, I've been there uh, with different hats on. I mean, all black hat, but different hats. Uh, 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 you know, and sometimes even they ask you, do you want a drink? Do you want this? It's like, that's nice, but it's really their job to do that when they do that. They're not really looking. They're not really, they're just doing formalities. You see what I'm saying? Even when they're asking, it's a formality. They don't really ask what you need. They're not really looking what people... And I'm not blaming them. I'm just telling you, we should learn how to do better in that. And, and that happens in our family life. That happens with friendships. 
that happens in the shul, um, that happens in the street. It, it's, it's hard to really be sensitive to tzarche chaverov. You know, I, I'm, you know, honestly, sometimes I see you know, parents struggling with their kids over here besides my wife. Uh, you know, she's a pretty, you know. I, I wonder, like, very few people ever offer to help them out for a minute. I don't see it happening. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just telling you something, okay, which is in my experience, see, like, someone, uh, you know, on a plane. I'll give you a good example. So if you ever, when we go traveling, uh, it's always a fun experience. Why is it a fun experience? Because first of all, in the airport, I have, like, a lot of people, like, you know, because these are my little kids, like, taking their little, their little suitcase, yeah, like, Shlomo, like, my Shlomo, my, 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 you know, takes his little suitcase, and, like, and, and an hour and wants to take his little suitcase, my three-year-old, like, and they're all trying to go along, there's a little line of people going, and so again, everyone's staring, it's oh, very nice, and some will smile, some will count, and some will, I don't know, look and... Roll their eyes. Roll their eyes, of course, of course. Every, all, every kind of possible reaction, fine. You know, on the plane, we always get off last. Why do we get off last? Because we're slow. Uh, we go to the end of the plane. When I'm, when I'm, when I'm by myself, I'm, I'm going after first. But when I'm on the plane, last. So you know what? You can go off the plane. I have like three um, car seats, or you know, two kids hanging on me. Uh, very rarely do I have anyone offer me help, but sometimes people do. I'm always amazed that they think beyond themselves, you know. Uh, and sometimes I take them up on it, actually. <laughs> Uh, because I do only have two hands. Uh, but that's like a nice thing, because you know why? When you're on a plane, you get off the plane after a four, five, six-hour flight. We're not flying to Los Angeles. So they're on a rush. People are on the plane for a long time, and they sometimes have people, and they say, wow, this family has a lot of kids. They're, he's, they're holding a lot of car seats or whatever it is. Maybe I can offer them a hand. The three-year-old shouldn't be carrying that thing, right? No, and I'm not saying I need, I need, I need anyone to help me. If I, they didn't help me, I, I get off the plane. But, but here's my real point. There, there are very few people who do that. And I hate to say it. There are very few people in the show. I see like, the ladies someone's trying to get out of here. There are very few people who offer them a hand. Why, would, why not? They're talking to the friend of the Kiddush. Oh, that's what you end your conversation at Kiddush. You know, they're enjoying the, the, the cookies or the, 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 the chill. Whatever it may, and that, it's not a bad thing. No one's doing anything wrong. But they're tuned in to a different frequency. We're tuned in. I'm, you know, to a, to a different frequency. A person who's really looking would say, oh, wow, this person really needs help. Like the other week, one of the guards didn't wish me Shabbat Shalom, but he would happen to be on that side of the shawl, and he pushed the button to cross the street. No, you can't ask him to do that. I mean, it could be a little, but it would happen. Happened, he was totally fine. He, you know, he, when he pushed the button for, to cross the street, all the, the, the people crossing, um, he just saw them going, so he pushed the button to the street. Now, there's guys who've done that before. In fact, last week, some, a Highland, one of the Highland Bikes people, because now Chavez is early, right? it's like it's 5 o'clock, they're still open. You know, I was talking to someone, picking my head up, and all of a sudden it's, it's flashing the lights, and the cars all stopped. Now I looked at the next thing, maybe it was Michal Chavez, all of a sudden, like, whoa, you know. That wasn't the case. The guy across the street from Highland Bikes walked out, went, he saw us coming, went to the light on the other side, and pushed the button. What he's, you know, it's a business day. There's a certain amount, and I get, there's a certain amount of having your, your, a radar on for people. You know, a, a, a frequency that goes beyond uh, ourselves. Um, and, and a person is, is a Torah Jew, you know, just like the world stands on Torah, 
the world also stands on chesed. Um, and only um, a person who's does <coughs> Torah and chesed, and for us, mitzvahs and Torah, mitzvahs and chesed, that's a person who's, uh, who's, who, who, who inherits. A person who only does Torah and doesn't do chesed, only has the intellect and doesn't, of course you need Torah, without Torah, you miss the purpose of life. But if you don't, it's like you have no God. Because God is chesed. How do you not, uh, uh, Avram emulated God because God is the ultimate of chesed. Right? Remember we said, when a person recognizes Hashem, that Hashem is chesed, they, 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 they follow in that way. Lechen, therefore, says Revolva, a person should look to themselves daily to look, try to look three small acts of chesed. Just to do three small things. Not, the, not big things. Three small things of chesed. And that teaches us the, the small acts of chesed. Um, then he gives some suggestions of certain svarim in Lashon HaKadosh, like by the way, would actually translate to English. It's called Strive for Truth by Feldheim. I think there's a, several volumes of it. Excellent work. Okay. Just like we said, the world was created for Chesed and with Chesed. Also, we say, Chachmas Bansa Besa. Shlomo Amalek said that the wisdom builds a house. Wisdom, specifically, by the way, the wisdom of men. No, I was just joking. There's no ladies. Uh, right? Chachma, Chachma, He meant men, he said ladies. And then it's really just being nice. Chachmas, Bansabes. The wisdom of The wisdom of women build a house. So, Shneyem, Biachad, Mishtatfim, Bibinyan, What these two things, you want to build. The world, you want to have a, a good, strong foundation. Uh, foundation, it's chesed v'chachma. If you just have chesed, you don't have chachma, then you're not going to really, you know, to be a parent and to discipline children, <laughs> to run a good house, marriage, you need chachma. You got you need wisdom. You can't just have chesed. Unbridled chesed could be a negative, but you need chesed also. You need to be a giver. Have you oymer im chesed anu if you, so where Volba says the following thing, if you really want to do chesed, you need to have chachma to do chesed. Real, there's a certain amount of chachma in doing chesed as well. So I'm not going to talk about unbridled chesed, which is also discussion. He's going to focus on, if you want to be a, a person of chesed, you're going to need to be a wise person how to do chesed correctly. If you want to be a tzadikis, which all of you ladies want to do, you know how you know you want to be here, that's why you're here, you could be, could be chilling out at your houses or vegging out. The rabbi spoke about vegging out the Shabbos. It could be wasting time. Uh, instead, you're coming. You're coming here to to hear Hashem's Torah. So, at cost, if you want to be a person of Chesed, you got to have to have chachma. Why is this? Because we, sometimes we're doing Chesed where it's not hard to give it to the person, but there are very often challenging moments where it's not easy that the person wants to take the Chesed. They, 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 to, to, to give chesed to a person who doesn't want it, uh, you know, it's interesting. As a rabbi, so Rob, I, every day, almost every day, people ask me to tell people things. <laughs> You're not joking. Um, so could you help? The, so you know, and, and very often I do. I'm not. Uh, in case anyone's wondering, I'm not shy, and um, I'm also, if I believe something's right, I'm not scared to say it. So I'm very often I'm. 
whether it's on the bima or you know or one on one or whatever. I'm, I'm, if it makes sense, and it's, I'm, but I often it's I can't say anything. I just said to the person, listen, they're not asking, they're not receptive. <laughs> you know, uh, I I really can't do that. It's not going to be helpful. It can also uh, be counterproductive. Well, it, 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 when I say it's not helpful, it is counterproductive. The only question is the degree. Counterproductive means, it means I've lost an ability for the future to impact this person. Or, as you just pointed, it could really be extremely, the person could be completely irritated that this came up. How do you know about this? Or why are you telling me this? Or they're already sensitive about something. So I will not do that. Uh, you know, actually, I'll tell you an easy case, which you don't know. Some there's a, a completely secular Jew, completely intermarried, far off person, and whatever reason, I know one of the relatives who happens to be Shomer Termitzis, and they wanted me to get this person to Kaddish for somebody. I said, "Do you realize that every time this person sees me, they're uncomfortable? You want me to call them up and say Kaddish? They're 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 going to think I'm a missionary. They really think I'm a missionary." Right, and they think they, 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 anything to do with rabbis. This person's like you know, left the fold many years ago, married to a Catholic, you know, like really off. And, and I try every time I see him once every few years to be friendly, but I call him up and say, "This, he'll never come back here." And, and, and there's a lot more details. Like I don't want to get into whatever. Whatever. My point is, like it, 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 it would be ineffective. So that's that's advice. Well, to take again, I'm, I'm, I'm very often I do, <laughs> I do it because I, if I could, I would. I have no problem doing it because I believe that one should help people. One should tell people if something needs needs to be. You're, you're not if you see someone's going to get hurt physically and you don't tell them, you would say that's awful. You see someone's about to be ripped off financially, and you don't tell them that's awful. If you see someone's going to go to Gehenna. <laughs> and you don't tell them. That's more than awful. That's cruel and unusual punishment for the person. How do you stop? If you could stop a person from self-destructing, if you could stop a person from 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 ruining their marriage, or ruining their lives, or damaging their children, which the or which could be irreparable damage, that one should tell the person. Again, we'll see in a second. There's ways to do it, but that's it too. It's not always so simple. There are people. Who are very resistant, not just to advice, but to taking, or for help. They don't want help. Like the old, you know, these stories have like the old joke about man, they will never ask directions. Pre GPS, it was like these guys would get lost all day long. Oh, I know where I'm going. Don't tell me. No, they don't. Nope, I'm not asking. What? That's me. Ah. Uh-huh. You have a GPS. Yeah, this before GPS. Okay. That was me. Okay. Um, Oh, my sultam, she ain't a mispash to cover him. So, some things are easy. Akpamim rabos, mispash to nitzrach. There's very often a person is, is embarrassed to take help. And the person is embarrassed to take any help. But srikum was chachin, you gotta be very wise. La soiso beoifen, she enoch le kabel asadavra. To do in a way where the person's comfortable taking the help. Comfortable. Taking help when they need it, being on the receiving end. A dying nefesh and it's like kesef. People who are have a certain amount of self pride. 
you know, I would say all of you ladies should only have bracha, no, you should always be on the giving side. I would imagine if any of you had to knock on doors to ask God for a bed, you'd be, you wouldn't want to do it because you all have a self amount of pride and thankfully you've been making livings. So, you know, no one wants to do that. And, and if, you're, if you were known as a giver, for sure you don't want to be doing that. Uh, and, and even the people who need won't want to ask. They don't want to ask. They will not ask. Um, you figure out how to do that. By the way, you know where I've seen this, the worst cases of this. When children have money, and the parents don't. You know, here's, here you have a role, major role reversal. So the parent needs something. They don't want to ask the children for it. So if you're a child and your parent needs financial help, more likely uh, physical help, it's very hard for parents to, to ask. Right. So a child who wants to help a parent is going to think, how could I help my parent? How could I do You understand? It's like the complete, they're, they're never willing to take usually because the parents are used to being the givers. So a good child can think, how could I help out my parents get what they need, whether it's physical help, whether it's financial help, and not to humiliate them and not to make them feel like they're taking um, doesn't want a gift, give it to him as a loan. So some people will take a loan, they won't take a gift. They don't want staka, a loan they'll take. So if a person will be willing to take a loan, they give them it as a loan. Even if you're willing, even if you're willing to give it to staka, do it as a loan. You keep the guy self pride by giving it as a loan. Um, and there's some people who don't even want a loan. Um, so you have to even try harder. Uh, you, see, you see your friend suffering, and he knows that he won't take a matana maruba, so you'll, 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 you'll take a stratagem to do it. Like you'll make yourself like, I'm needy. Now, I want to tell you one thing. I can't tell you. My father-in-law was... A very big ball stuck and a very big ball said He was an expert. I saw, and at the Shiva house, I heard all kinds of crazy stories. You know, the funny thing is, my father once helped me out on something, and I realized at the Shiva house, I never thought about it. He really didn't need to help. He made, like, I was, like, he, something happened, and I was helping him. I, I realized that this is just how he functioned. I was, I was, it was my first few years of marriage. Like, he set up a whole thing that I should believe something. And I was a recipient of it. You understand? He made it very often like he was an easy one. So you see a guy doesn't want to take any help. So he's giving an example of how he would help somebody who doesn't want help and needs help. <laughs> you know, I, 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 it's, you know, when I say parents, I, you know, a few times recently I've been dealing with people or talking with people whose parents are elderly and they want to live on their own or they don't want any help and like talking to them how to convince these people to get help. It's a, it's a real danger. They fall, they can break their hip, they can get hurt. It's like a real, it's a real second. And they have, these parents have pride and they don't want to ask for help. So he gives it one way to do this. Uh, you make it like you're nervous. Like you're the needy one. You make it, I, I, I you know, mom, I need you to live in the house for me, not for you. It's about me. Like you switch, you, you make it in a way where they feel like they're the givers. Uh, 
You think you look nervous. Oh, oh my goodness, I can't believe this is happening to me. I'm, oh, I'm so nervous. Mom, I, I'm really nervous, whatever it may be. Or Dad, like, I really need your help on something. Or, or, really, or you make them ask, what's the matter? And then you tell them, you, you're, you reveal to them, quote-unquote. For example, Shemir Lato, like, like, you know, I just had an inheritance of a person, of a lonely person, and this person uh, put me as a guardian, and I really don't know what to do with all this money, and um, it's getting, making me really stressed out. You know, do you need money for maybe for a loan? I, I, I really can't handle. You know, could you help me? Could you help me out? Could you help me out? As opposed to, could I help you out? Now, could you help me out? You know, you know this person needs something, and. Instead, so what happens is that man, this may be the way they take it. I, I will say um, that, you know, even my, I was my father, like, he actually got some people employ, employed who would, you know, you know kids, whether kids had issues. Uh, I, you were the only one who could do this kind of job for me. Or you, like, you're the only one. There's a way to get a person who needs to feel like the giver, right? That takes chokhmah. It takes wisdom. It takes looking at the person and seeing what they what they need, and how they'll, they'll take it. Right? What 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 they what will work for them? I'm mean, very very frank. You know, we pick Like once in a while, these Israeli guys come here, and oh, they they don't want meals. And what so what what's going to happen to them? They'll eat a meal in their house by themselves. Probably not sing zimuras. Probably not, not keep fully kosher or Shabbos. And so you think to yourself, like, you know, of this person, if I say to them, I would, like, I'll tell you, a guy like Manny, I'll pick, I told him, I'll pick on Manny again. You know, he'll tell them, and he's probably true by him, he wants the guest. You're doing me a favor. Right? You're doing me a favor. So let's say you're not like that. Let you, but you want to be, you, you're not doing me a favor. It's not so easy for you. But you know that they're, they're in a hotel room. The other week, I, I, I got someone to come to my house. Who you know didn't really want to go, but I happen to know that this person, if he didn't come to my house, would not really have a shabbos meal. So I said, "Listen, my wife has extra food, something like that, right?" So who's doing? It? Come on, I, I'm gonna have to eat leftovers Sunday night if you don't come. So how? What's the, what's the difference? You know, how have I said, "Listen, you know, I know you need a place. I know you're a little bit desperate. Come to my house for lunch." All right, all right. I would hate you to eat alone. No, I'm okay. I made my own. I made my own children. You know, whatever you know. You know, or I post it. Listen, save me. <laughs> You're helping me. I'm gonna have leftovers. I think. Did you ever have Sunday night gefilte like fish? Your wife's leftovers are excellent. I have to tell you. They are excellent. They are excellent. Yes, yes, I, I eat them all the time. By the way, I eat them, but not the gefilte fish. The gefilte fish. <laughs> gefilte fish is only for Shabbos. I cannot eat gefilte fish, and I do sometimes. I don't want to throw it out, but. I, on a weekday, like, even like, it's just not the same. Um, so please come to my house and take a filter fish. This person likes to take a filter fish. Um, or I want to expand the horizons of Sephardi that never tried to filter fish. You ever have a filter fish before? Do you like it? Do you like it? Oh, they like it. Geschmack, uh, you know? <laughs> right? So, but it's only Geschmack on Javis. So, no, 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 there's a way to get a person, there's a way that to, that you that won't accept that takes chachma and it really takes knowing the person. 
You know, there are people who are sad, and a good teacher in a classroom will give this student a project that doesn't need to be done or a, or a, or an extracurricular thing because they see that this kid needs it. That's a good teacher. Right? That's a that's an exemplary teacher who sees the kid in the class um, and makes them feel they're helping the class or the teacher. That that's a great parent who can do that with a child, right? They, not the kid. You don't, you make the person feel like the giver, and that takes chachma. It takes real wisdom to be able to do that. Whether sometimes it's a child, sometimes it's a spouse doing that, sometimes it's a parent doing that, sometimes it's a friend doing that, sometimes it's even a rabbi doing that. But but it, it, it really takes an antenna and it takes chachma to be able to do that. Chayla, oh, so, 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 right, so the case of that, the person can take the money. A chayla, a person who's sick, you know, especially the, if their people are, are pro, have a sense of self-pride and self-esteem, they often don't want help. To figure out... Um, um, you know, how the, you will make them feel comfortable doing this. How you'll make a person who's sick, who is sometimes embarrassed, sometimes reluctant, to make them feel like you, they're doing your favor. You know, that you need the company. Not that they need the company. Or that you would love to see them, not that they need to see you. I, you know, or, or uh, you know, it's not always that easy. And it, but a person who really wants to be uh, in, in, in a lady or a man of chesed, that's, they use chachma to do it. Right? Sometimes you're embarrassed to do it. Like, you're, you're embarrassed to do, to do the chesed. Again, person pushes themselves to be able to do this chesed. It's interesting, um, as far as expanding horizons, you know, uh, I've had, you know, it's a little bit bit of a different point, but I think it's a little bit the same as well. You know, part of the chachma is to get yourself to do it in the right way as well when you're uncomfortable. Now, there are ladies who never do taharas, because they tell me that they won't sleep at night, or that it will, it will stir them. Stir for stay? Stir. <laughs> Not the coffee. I want to make sure you know the Yiddish. This is, this is very important. Uh, stir, you know, to disturb them. Um, and they're very sensitive souls, by the way. Um, it's not, I, I can't say everyone must do it at Tahara, but I would say if there's a way that you could do it for yourself, it's a tr- tremendous mitzvah. Um, you know, it's uh, at some level ennobling for the person themselves to appreciate the value of life and the kedusha of a body. Uh, and so, if there's a way a person could use chachma to do it themselves, where it's not so traumatic for a person, they should do that. You know, there are people who don't want to see certain things. In general, it's just too stressful. The people don't want to visit sick people because they don't want to see them sick. You know, 
you know, I've been in rooms with at the end of person dying of cancer, and there it, it's not a pretty. I'm sure anyone's been in hospital has seen this. It's 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 very painful to see. Um, you know, so if you don't have to see it, you'd say, I don't have to see. It. Well, what if it's your your good relative, your close relative, or or a dear friend? So you don't want to be disturbed. So you're not going to see them. You need to use chachma to figure out how you shouldn't be disturbed, right? You should, and if you are disturbed, you're not helping. You know, it's not mevaka chol. If you're going, oh, I can't believe this. Oh my goodness, are you crying as you go in there? You know, you know, imagine you go into a sick lady, sick man, and they're they're very ill. You walk in, you start crying. You, you think it's you think it's bigger cholam? It's not bigger cholam. <laughs> Trust me, it's not bigger cholam. <laughs> I think the two that too sensitive. They can't go into those situations, but I think the people that go in are the ones who are sensitive. Right, they, right. They're sensitive to the whole experience, well, not not shut off and thinking only of themselves. Right, exactly. But but I will say you you are correct, and I agree. Ninety five percent. I would say there are certain people who are who really are like um, squirmish in general type person, and they they don't like blood. They don't like hospitals. They don't like. It's a it's a persona. So, but even what you said is true. I mean, it's not about you at that point. It's about the person. And certainly, if it's a relative or a dear friend, how in the world do you not go? And, and that's what I'm saying. Same thing with the tahara. If you know somebody to do the tahara, you could do it. Or you're the only person to do it. Now, again, that takes some rechachma. I mean, again, everyone has to pick their issues in life to work on. But if you think about it, I once said to a lady um, about the mikvah. You need a mikvah lady. I said, can you do the mikvah? So usually Pat doesn't, to her credit. I don't, I, the mikvah ladies, I let her do in general. But once in a while, for whatever reason, if it's a Friday night or whatever, someone asks me to help them because Friday nights chat tend to be more challenging. You know, So uh, you weren't in town probably. So, uh, so I said to her, you mind doing it? And she said, no, she can't do it. So why not? She said she won't be able to look at the woman ever again if she sees it. she doesn't make a lady. She can't. She won't be able to see the lady again. It's like I, I, I have a certain amount of appreciation for what that means, but it's not about you, right? It's about a lady who needs to go to the mikvah on Friday night, right? So if you if that disturbs you, I, in general, you should think a little bit of chachma to be able to do the chesed. Now again, if there be other people and there, there's the, but you understand. It takes a certain chachma for yourself also, not just to be able to give to people who don't want to take, but to you to allow yourself to give in situations that you are uncomfortable with. That takes chachma in your own self to figure out how to do that correctly. You know, if you're going to go into a room not to cry when you want to cry, not to be squirmish, uh, to be able to 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 think, how will I go ahead uh, 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 and do this? He says, this is what we call tact. Must not be a Hebrew word. Tes, kof, tes. Right? Tact. Tact. Uh, we call it in America tact. Hey, tact. You need a little. You need a little tact. How to deal with others? How to do things sensitively? How to do it in a way where people will not feel um, humiliated or embarrassed 
you know, the, the, the uh, what's it called? Blanking, of course, right now. You give Shabbos food out um, in New York to needy families. Toimche Shabbos. Toimche Shabbos. There are families, large families, that cannot afford Shabbos foods. So they do in a way where it's all anonymous and no one sees each other and the people who are delivering it are from neighborhoods who they don't know who they're delivering it to. So it's tact, how you do things. <laughs> where people, you know, it's not... For adults to have to get food for Shabbos, that's like, really... Or for Pesach, that's not geschmack. That's not really that, 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 that pleasant. Um, you, you know, sometimes even the way it's said, the way it's given over... Um, Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, <laughs> I remember Rabbi Feldman, Emanuel Feldman, in his book, Tales of a Shul, he t- talks about a story uh, about this, he th- in, in Tales of a Shul, Emanuel Feldman was a, was a rabbi in Atlanta, built this whole shul up. He says one story about, the, about uh, he did a funeral of where there's a son who was a real boor, like a real bum. He, you know, was with his Gentile girlfriend and in general, he dealt with his father's burial with complete lack of sensitivity. He really didn't want to come to his father's funeral. He didn't want to do anything. Was very yeah, he was was reluctant. No call, like nothing. Like a real ingrate of a person. But he said at the funeral, this guy like Nicole Rob, a lot of voices. Rabbi Feldman, I know you're doing the funeral, and I know you take money. Here's your check. Like the guy like says like 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 how, you know. You imagine, like, you know, any, any, you know, personally, I don't take checks for funerals from members of the synagogue. So the, uh, people who are outside, or if I would do an outside funeral, don't pay membership, I would. But for, for funeral people, I'm sure I don't. But imagine, you're doing a service, here's your money, like, you know, you, you know, a loud call, you think that's tact? You think that's how you do something to a person? You know, that, that really is, is completely lacking. So if you're giving to anybody in this world, um, there's a level of tact the person has to have, you know, to be able to give a giver. Tax it, zomiziga, medinas, tact, listen to this, is a combination of adinas hanefesh, a sensitivity, an edelkeit, a pureness of the soul, and chachma. comes from both. You need to have that synthesis to have true tact. It can't just be giving because you can want to give people and not have chafman actually be be uh, off-putting. Actually, <laughs> you can say things or do things which they, which are not appreciated if you're not doing chafman. Like, oh come on, I really want to visit you. You know, I remember somebody. You know, there's a line like this. He said, "I'm not your lulav. Like, I'm not your mitzvah. Like you need to shake me. You know." <laughs> Yeah, I, I need to. I, you need to do this for me. Like you know, I don't. You know, I don't even want to be your mitzvah, right? You know, how how about this? You know, I have no guests, so would you come to my house? Like, not that you're important. Like, sometimes you can say it in the right way, by the way, but other times, like you know, you know, you look like you know you need a place. You know, like, you look like you need something. As opposed to you know, I I would love to have you because. You know, my wife made some food. It's going to go to waste. Please, please come to my house. That's a very way, different way to say things, as opposed to like, 
you know, you need this, or, or, or there's, it, it comes from a combination of giving, this synthesis of giving, and, and, and kindness, and and chachmah. How do this correct? That's what creates tact. Islam this bazaar is a virus called And by the way, I will say, as I mentioned, very often the most reluctant people to take are close family members. Parents, siblings, whoa, try to give an older sibling something. No, I'm not talking about, like, that you're the giver with a sibling. That, that's like, you know, there's a certain amount of, you know, I'm not going to have to psychology over here. Uh, siblings are not so often willing to take things from one another as a needy, as a needy person. You know, there, there's a certain amount of tact that it takes to be able to have a sibling. Children, older children, you know, there's a certain, when children get older, they start to the teenagers, they want to show independence. Have you seen that such a thing before? Never heard of such a thing, right? Have uh, you heard of such a thing by children wanting to be independent? No, right? People, uh, we all do, right? So, if you want, if a child needs something, there's, it, it's not enough just to want to give a child. You need to give for an adult child. You need to think how to give it to them. How? If it's a daughter-in-law, son-in-law, a lot of tact. Tact plus. Tact, tact, tact. Like tic-tac? Tic-tac? Is that tic-tac? Tact, tact. Uh, you gotta be really. It means a lot of chachma and a lot of seeing to get, be able to give to, 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 have, to have it there. And, and with family members, it's usually the opposite. If it's a stranger, we're very tactful. You know, which is when it's a close family member, very often we're very impulsive. Even our giving, it's very impulsive. It's not thought through. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a mother. I know. It's, you, I know what you need. I'm your wife. I'm your husband. I'm your sister. I'm your brother. Just take it. You know. Just do this. I, I know, mom, dad, you know, son, daughter. Like, it's like there's all of a sudden a tact goes out the window. And if you really want to be the giver, chesed, if you really want to do chesed, if you, not just if you really want to do chesed correctly with chachmah, there needs to be tact. And that's not so easy. So, and it's the truth that when you work of after, when you work on, on chesed, again, you know, he's writing a book on how to work on things. Uh, you'll look how in the quality of the chesed, how you're doing the chesed. Are you doing challenging chesed with tact? Um, and if a person is right of stuck of a chesed, the only way you're going to do that is when you use chokhmah, is when it's synthesized with chokhmah. Whether it's um, when you're giving advice, whether it's when you're inviting people, whether you're helping people, you, a person will use Chesed uh, v'chachmah. So hold here. Um, you know, I, I would say you know, it's. You know, we learned this. These are all very insightful ideas. And I said this a long time ago. The only way that this is not just a class where it comes in one ear, spends a few seconds in our brains, and then goes out, is if we actually, you know, we're reviewing this. Again, it's not reviewing me. It's reviewing the, the text itself, which is online, but really to implement it. Um, you know, to, to look in, in our day in, day out at small things uh, that we can do. You know, if your husband's coming from the plane tomorrow, is there a small thing that you can do which he would appreciate 
uh, that that would, would make a difference, which which you not, you wouldn't necessarily do. Um, if you know somebody who has a need, is there a a way to do it better? Is there somebody, you know, a, a relative who could use the chesed but won't take it? And is is there a way of chokma to make them feel like they're the giver? That really is not just chesed. It's it's having a a a, a precision, having a, a, a an antenna up to a notice the chassid and B and B not just notice the chassid to do it correctly. You know, that person, for example, who stopped the cars when I was crossing the other day, he didn't just help me. You know, the biggest recipient he is himself. He made himself a much better person. When we have chassid like this, we're the biggest givers. You know, it's interesting he said that you do chesed, you have to have a ha'aras panam, a certain radiance to you. That radiance, that genuine smile, it's not something you do on purpose, really. It's a result. It's the result, it's the product of being a person who does big and small chesed and does chesed with chokhmah. Such a person has a natural radiance. Okay, we'll hold it. There will be a